Okay, so the path pathologic. Where where yes. do I begin? Um, so I, my only knowledge about this game is I've watched the entire H bomb video twice, <laughs> and I know nothing else about it. Oh, you're in, you're in a good position then. Okay. A, a fun position. So um, this is true of the first game, but not the second. Unfortunately, there's rat racing in this, <laughs> so you can pick Excellent. up rats and put them in your pockets. Like any an infinite amount of rats. Um, it's there's a trick to it because rats are a mob in Pathologic Classic, and they try to attack you. And I think uh, it's been a minute since I've watched the uh that 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 film <laughs> myself, but um, I think they like can communicate the plague to you. So there is there there's a very specific way of interacting with them that makes them turn into an item and then you can put them in your pocket and then you have to be i think it's only one of like anyone can do this but i think you can only be one of two of the playable characters to access pocket the racing rat. itself makes yeah. sense um who is pocket, this pocket who rat is, is pocket kind rat? of oh <laughs> um well that's the rat prophet or the rat god <laughs> I have. I'm pretty sure this is the DeviantArt of one of the. Oh yeah, I guess I should describe what he what it looks like. So for those who are listening, it's um. What is that? Is that a poncho? It, it is. It is um. <laughs> story spoilers for Pathologic uh, Two specifically. I don't know about. I am a Pathologic. General disclaimer: I'm a Pathologic Two player which is a bit different from Pathologic 1. And by a bit, I mean it's a little bit like apples and oranges. Um, the Rat Prophet is a deep spoiler character who can either turn up as soon as you've died a certain amount of times in the game, which I'll explain in a moment, or during story events. Here's their full um, little, little character turnaround there. Their, the, their appearance is a... Borrows these uh, one of the small child models of the game, not one of the youngest, but one of the. Oh, is I'd, that human feet? It is indeed human feet. I, I'd put them around eight, an eight-year-old. <laughs> 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 this this <laughs> verb <laughs> verb like image. Oh, this is gonna be okay. The rat prophet has the appearance of somewhere to the tune of a nine-year-old child in. Raggedy pants, no shoes, and they have this very ratty, torn-up plaid blanket wrapped around their shoulders and tucked in such a way that you can't see past their thighs. Out of the blanket, their head peeks out, and it's a realistic rat head. They've also got a tail, and this is about all you can see of the Rat Prophet. The first way of meeting the Rat Prophet, and the way I first met them was in the center form, where you can see their feet there. Uh, if you die in Pathologic, the game punishes you. You die in real life. Yeah. Um, but it's a bit like a... It's not quite like a you die, you lose all your items, or have to restart from the um, checkpoint kind of a penalty. It's a, if you die too many times, we will make the game actively harder to play kind of penalty. Um, one of these is the Rat Prophet, who um, I'm not actually sure what their consequences are, because I'm not very good at not dying in this game. But they turn up outside 
the hospital where you work, along with a quotation marks tumor that yeah, um, is this big wooden structure, to put it very lightly. And these things are indicative of you having been killed in, I don't know, muggings or whatever. I think like at least five times for the rat prophet or something, and then 15 collectively for all of the parts of the wooden structure. And the rat prophet says some fourth wall breaking and cryptic shit as all kind of uh, zeithic characters in this do. The rat prophet is also seen in the game because they're tormenting one of the, the wife of one of the town patriarchs with visions. Their appearance when they turn up that way is... You can't see the the kid legs. It's just this rat shape wrapped up in a blanket, approximately the size of a small person, floating there with its eyes glowing white. It's very spooky. The only route out for Pathologic 2 is the route of Artemy Borach, the Harzbex. Part of his arc is taking care of the town's children. One of the town's children is the graveyard caretaker. At a point... People are dying en masse, so obviously that becomes a bit of a situation about halfway through the time you're given in the game. At a point, because she can speak to the dead, the amount of people not buried, or the amount of people buried in mass graves is tormenting her so much. You either have to choose to cremate bodies, which is against local tradition and apparently hurts the dead or something, or the rat prophet will take them away. It isn't very clear what that means exactly. Not that there's... It's, it's vague, and I don't think you could make it less vague. But um, he makes them quiet, which is not... It's very ominous. Pathologic is a game I could peel apart like an onion in front of you for eight years and never find the center. I haven't found the center. I've, I've, I've played so many hours of this game. i put so many hours of this game. Archives Unlimited. Rat, 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 rat. Hi, welcome. Yeah. What do we do? That? This is this is an this is this is an, this is a podcast about baseball. <laughs> do you want to do you want to redo that? No, let's not redo it. I'll just keep that in. Um, hi, I'm Hazel. I go by they, them. Hi, I'm Frog. I go by he, they pronouns. Hi, I'm Burb. I go by she, her pronouns. And this is Archives Unlimited. Yeah. Welcome. Um, Frog, take it away. What do you have for us? Today is episode two of our deep dives. First, I have an image pertaining to our last discussion. This is sorry. the logic, Frog. <laughs> Yeah, I know. We opened Pandora's box. <laughs> okay, for the because re- this is this is that's, gonna be the beginning of the no, this is gonna be the beginning of the, arc, the, the, the the episode. They don't know. Frog just spent the last thirty minutes talking to us about pathologic. Yeah, because that's relevant. <laughs> it's not. It isn't. I'm I'm making a funny goof. Okay. I'm gonna do this again when we do the lovers episode. By the way. Good. 
please. Should I explain what the fuck some more or just jump? Let's just jump into the script. Okay, so I've, I've done some tweaks since our last deep dive with Dear Sweet Fig. I think this is going to be a bit of a learn-as-we-go kind of situation with the deep dives, so bear with me, y'all, both my fellow archivists and listeners. This is... I'm, I'm hoping this one, this, this, what I've done here works out well, but we'll see. As usual, to start us off, I have the official record. Rat Mason started as a lineup player for the Tacos. Their original name was Rat Polk, that's Polk as in Polka Dot, and they've never, ever, ever, ever left the team, pretty much. Right up until the semi-centennial, they had never once moved from the tacos. Like, we, we've had Rat for a billion years, and we will have Rat for a billion more. Yeah, well, that's what I think about, like, the core character, like, who is on the tacos? Like, Rat is, is on there, definitely. Yeah. Like, that's not even, like, a question of, like, Rat is yeah, one like, of he's the one of, tacos. He's one of, like, the main tacos at this point. Like, we, we love him. Correct. I love, I, I love Rat. But, um, I also think that, like, out of all of the characters, Rat's kind of just there. And, like, um, there's an exactly a solid interpretation for Rat. Well, because I think I think because, like Clark was saying, he's always been on the tacos, but there hasn't been that much like movement or dramatic things happen with him up up until like yeah. relatively recently. So Extremely there hasn't recently. been like there's not really been like a story for him. Like Basilio Mason has a story, right? Sexton Weir yeah. has a story. Yeah, uh, they have Rat? they have like a, a sim kind of a plot going yeah. on. Rats. Like a sim plot. Rat doesn't, really. Rats only getting this very, very recently. Like, yeah. so recently, it's like, hot to the touch. I specifically note that they've... The only thing that has changed where they are on the tacos is feedbacks that would shuffle us. And they don't log those on wiki pages, and I refuse to track those down. I love you, but I'm... No, that's understandable. I'd pass away. <laughs> <laughs> um, Honestly, I I think of Rat sort of like um, the favorite side character people would get attached to, and nothing bad ever happens to them ever. I feel that. I think I have some different thoughts about Rat, but I'm thinking now maybe just since I've been kind of, I guess, Burb, I think you and I joined at the same time, but I think I've been more deep into the taco stand longer. Like, I think we both yes. might have hopped on around the same time in the the grand siesta but whereas it took me just a couple weeks to warm up all the way you wouldn't necessarily be as deep in until much later and hazel i believe yeah i want to say you joined early last last year i joined yeah i joined february um i joined during the grand siesta didn't talk to anyone until baseball started back in february Mm -hmm. or march i don't remember when it started fuck it was Whenever season 12 was, I don't want to think about it. Um, yeah. But uh, a decent amount of rat rat presence is focused in the history a bit more rather than recent past slash present of the tacos. So I, th- I think I have a bit of a different perspective going in here. Their official record, I'll wrap this up, it's, it's very short. There's less to this than fig somehow. Uh, they wouldn't move from our batting rotation... That's not the word. Um, 
Line up. Until lineup. That's it. They literally did not move until the semi-centennial, where they were, were pulled specifically to play on the Rising Stars. Uh, the Vault Legends famously failed to collect them into the vault three times before the end of the centennial event when they were returned to the tacos. Dropped into our pitching rotation for no fucking reason. Um, I have it on good faith from the stat folks over in the taco stand. Thank you very much. That uh, they were absolutely shit. Just a lousy pitcher. They were there for, uh, I think... Uh, 20 whole, no, 32 in-game days. And then they got uh, fax machined. I believe the official vibe check via the stats-wise is not as bad as some of our worst, but they couldn't hold a ball. Poor rat, please release them and please release them from the shadow. Petition to free rat. Petition Seriously. to free rat. And, and put poor McBaseball back in, because... Poor fella, just, uh, they're in their, their opposite ecosystems. No, they're in the wrong habitat right now. They, they did a swap and now they're stuck. They were swapped out specifically, season 24, day 32, via fax machine. And I believe, I wasn't able to check the numbers specifically, I believe we lost the fax machine just about right after that. I believe that is correct. I think it was within hours of that game. Yeah. So in-game days, just yeah, immediately, basically. Otherwise, they have a very uneventful history. Um, I'm going to continue noting things like blood drains and hauntings, if relevant, for these kinds of things to set a precedent. But with these two that we've done so far, and with indeed a lot of the early tacos, there isn't really a lot to write home about. They received transfusion via a will at the end of season 16 and gained the uncertain modification during the season 19 reading. The transfusion was fine. That's just to remind those who may be a bit rusty, like I was. That's just taking some numbers from one of their stats and putting it into a different one. And then uh, I don't know that we ever saw what the hell uncertain does. I so un- we never saw it. No, well, uncertain was when they get swept. Yeah, no, I do. Right, I do. Yes. Uncer- uncertain when they was get when swept, they get swept their, away. They get their stats changed, kind of at random. But it never activated because Matt never went elsewhere after that. Well, because he had yeah, ego. he couldn't get swept away. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Rat was one of the anchors. He couldn't. God, that's that's that that adds that adds a whole new dimension to the. Uh, clown car in this of, of this situation though i don't know when rat got ego i don't know if he had uncertain before or after that but i do know that he had it long enough that it did he it never propped basically no i didn't have a chance to do research into this specifically and i'm not sure it's something you could properly do much research into without a whole whole lot of scrubbing back and forth through some very, very active channels over on the taco stand. But back kind of throughout all of uh, the expansion era, really, because of the size of our team and our batting lineup specifically, kind of every member of the lineup who was any good got ego a little bit. So, so all like, the Mises. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think Basilio Basil, Mason is the Basil only one who got it. Yes. Yeah. 
Because Sexton got it, McDowell Sexton, got it. Sexton, McDowell got a lot. Got I was it. very scared for McDowell. Rat was getting up yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, I believe Vito, I, he may or may not have. I'm not remembering Vito very did well. not. I think not. Fig managed to escape any because of the shelling kind of in smack in the middle there. They were out of play for a decent amount of time, and that helps. Uh, we did, gosh, I remember the, uh, these events separately, so I'm not sure where they sit next to each other in like a, a timeline exactly, but I remember... I think this was a genuine concern for us, for Val Games, and we lost them to stealing. I say stealing, but it was just Will's, like, kind of immediately in the grand scheme of the expansion era. In in general, during the expansion era, if you were a taco, you were glued to the top of the goddamn board. And it was... Yeah, tacos, economy. Ugh. Let me tell you, after a while there, just every... Every election, I would every disagree with that. Which part? Sorry, because that the tacos were glued to the top of the board. I mean, not all of them, but not. It was, it was pretty a point much just an issue for. Uh, it was mostly just McD. I mean, it was mostly really? McD, but I I think after oh, there was mitigating factors for McD that saved them from vaulting. I can't remember what it was, but like after that, you couldn't get Rat down very far even if you tried. Yeah. I think it was starting to shape up maybe that way for some of our other players. And it was, let me tell you, it got very, very scary towards the- The rat was too good. The, the rat was yeah. too good at hidden. The Church of Dingers got up we and bit us dinging. in the ass. But by God, did we ding. Anyways. <laughs> by God, did we ding. We dingered so fucking hard. Um, to rat. Uh, rat's one of those players with- and I think this is maybe a phenomenon I'll go into, but they've got this, they got some vintage taco lore that, that, that nicely aged. <laughs> like you can see it if you look at Sexton for sure. I think he's oh, one of the bigger God. examples. Um, I'm going to get into that. Don't worry. Maybe McD. He didn't get a lot of attention before. Um, like so, some, some tacos got attention before what we know is popular now. And I don't think he was one of them. But Rat was. I have a separate background section, which I'm, I'm, I'm getting into, I'm, I'm looking into doing some wiki work myself. This may, this may be an out-of-date section by the time this episode goes up or by the time you're listening to this. Well, I edit this episode so that it either becomes um, two weeks from now or a month, depending Depending on what I do, and it depends on how fast I get up off my butt and actually look the wiki dead in the face and stop being scared of it. <laughs> Anyways, I think we're all more or less familiar with how IRMs work. So, Rat's situation here is specifically there is a background section that is static and does not change when the IRM does. This is noted in the first half of the lore jam for Rat, which happened kind of literally days before the fig one november 20 2020 Ugh. <laughs> so long ago um but these time doesn't feel real that, it that hasn't felt fake. real in too long it seems it, it feels so fake and i was there for this i was part of this uh um so the background section is quote-unquote universals 
but they may or may not have actually been incorporated into each of the IRMs, despite these being semi-universal facts, if that makes sense. So kind of we said they were universals, and it, they weren't actually. <laughs> they were just kind of used a lot. Um, I won't beat around the bush. Rat Mason's from New York. Rat Mason is, is, an, is a New Yorker. New York rat. Yeah, that makes sense. We got, you know, rats up there. Boy, howdy, they sure do. Burb, I think you're the only American president. Oh my god, am moment. I? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of fucking rats in New York. They do be having rats in New York. Is that the only reason they decided that rat is from New York? Potentially. Uh, <laughs> I think the background section, I couldn't find too much about it. I do believe it was written uh, pre-stand. It was certainly written pre-jam. So I don't have a good source for any of it very, very much. The, the, I, ha I, have, I have sources for the IRMs down to which person which wrote which paragraph. But for the gotcha. background section, I this might be from season two, for all I know. Yeah, no, and that's I will fair. say it involves rats non masoning name kind of a lot. So I'm very <laughs> inclined to believe that it would be from season one too. I'll 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 read you from the background. I, I've got it copied out here. Transplant to L.A. from New York, Mason was an aspiring dancer before he surrendered to the call of professional baseball. He is known for batting with his right hand, but throwing with his left. When not on the field, he is often found in the back of one of the numerous taco trucks that surround the taco stadium. Pretty, pretty generic. We gotta get the so dancing far. rat back. We gotta get the dancing rat back. We really need to bring some of this shit back. We have... Th this is just a little appetizer of what is to come. The second part of the background. Mason lives in Weho, the city of West Hollywood. Would it be Weho? Weho? I don't think any of us would know. There's no... <laughs> Do we have one <laughs> whole person actually from Los Angeles in <laughs> the fucking archive? Uh, let me just, see it's just here. Bluey? I think it's just Bluey. God. Um, so Mason Ops. lives in Ops. Weho. Oh, Ops. Maybe... No, OBS isn't from L.A. OBS is in the same time zone as I am. Oh, good lord. I don't know then. No one has any fucking clue. Um, <laughs> Mason lives in WeHo with his husband, Penny Polk, an L.A. native. The premier's Who? sports tabloid, the Blazeball Inquirer. This links to an actual Twitter. They haven't tweeted since... What's the date on that one again? Lay that out for me. Since November 2020. <laughs> November 17, 2020. Oh, yep. that is oh boy. more than a year ago. A billion years ago in baseball time. The Baseball Inquirer has published a series of rumors that the couple are considering a divorce, citing that Polk has never seen it, never been seen at one of Mason's games. Neither Mason nor Polk has commented on whether the divorce rumors are true. I guess it is, considering I've never heard of this rat. Yeah. Divorce rat. <laughs> rat Mason's husband turns up. Rat's divorced, I guess. I can't believe we have two divorcees. I guess three, three, three divorcees. Is it divorcees? Is that one of the gendered ones? I don't care. I, <laughs> I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> I call everyone blondes with an E. I don't care who you are. Is Rat's husband a human or a rat? Uh, it's not clarified <gasps> like in a... the background section, and this may change. <laughs> IRM to IRM. Do you think it's like a B-movie situation? Oh, no! Oh, oh no. Oh, no. It's, it's more like a... It's more like a Ratatouille situation. Um, with Linguini... 
I am so glad you brought you brought up that film. But they're like, but they're like in love. Also, also the implication <laughs> that Remy and and Linguini <laughs> may be in love is. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Not just in love, but to the point that they're married and divorced. God, um, they lived a whole life together. I th- I think we need to move on to one of our. We we need to. We need to get to IRMs let's, let's get before to the, I... Let's get have, to the IRMs. Yeah. We have to save the Ratatouille yeah. for the Ratatouille part of the episode, because there's a Ratatouille oh part God. of the episode. Much like Fig, due to their, uh, like, the, the the time that the Lore Jam took place, they have a very similar number of, pre- like, relevant, relevant, extant. They have the same amount of IRMs. Okay. It's one... They're, they're a little bit differing, just lengthwise, but they're... They're about the same. This was these were all put together by oh god, it would be a team of less than ten people. Almost. All of us just kinda quilting be quilting being our text together until we had what I have for you for you here today. Uh unlike Fig, Rat took two scheduled sessions to completely sort out. I think this was just mostly due to timing. I believe it was during the week rather than over the weekend or on a weekend day than the like fig may have been it was either that or just everybody was having some weird scheduling and the people who are interested in xyz irms weren't present the first yeah, day i don't to... think you can do a repeat of the big door jam that happened in like less than a day that was insane <laughs> yeah actually i should mention that um i don't i don't have the exact dates and i'm not gonna get them uh the rat jams were I believe the 16th and 17th of November. And then the fig jam was the fucking 18th or something. Wait, wait, that's the exact same date as um, why the Twitter stopped posting. They killed him. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I have this. Uh, okay, so the first rat jam was on the 16th of November, 2020. And the fig lore jam... Ah, the 21st. My bad. So, within a week of each other. Give or take. That's still a very quick turnaround compared to... I think it's... I think we still haven't gotten some of our more recent acquisitions on on the wiki. And we've had kind of literally a year to do it. Like, I'm thinking... Well, it is a a big taco. It's a big taco stand. Yeah. Oh, I'm... I'm not settled quite yet. I'm considering doing Batson for my next deep dive episode and doing something with the more modern jam format is going to be a journey. I mentioned the universals before while we went over background. There's a little bullet list from our dear friend Jello Rain over in the taco stand that was mentioned at the top of the first half of this jam. In a bullet list, these universals are came from New York originally wanted to be a dancer rather than, or in addition to, a kickball player, has or had a husband named Penny Polk, who is from L.A., and is ambidextrous. It's the Generic same character. Ambidextrous rat. Yeah. It's, it's an interesting thought. I'm imagining them holding two baseball bats right now. <laughs> that's, like, that's like the exact same as the other one mentioned, with exception of they like reworded a couple of the sentences. What's oh, different yeah. here? Yeah, the uh, this that would have been derived from the background, I think, exactly. I, I have no way of actually knowing this for sure, but I would be... Like, I think that is 
this is kind of speculation, but I'm pretty sure what happened is the rats page only had the background section that I described before with all the information about his husband and the baseball inquirer stuff. And that was all they had lore-wise on their page. And then we decided we were going to come up with some IRMs for them. And the background stuff was already there, whereas we didn't have any for Fig. So we were like, okay, so I guess we have to include the stuff that's already here. And then we were like, okay, so these are the universals, and just ended up kind of forgetting about the list, I think, halfway through. What? Okay. So, no, you're you're talking about the IRMs, though. Yeah. So... The yeah, background section is separate from the yeah. IRMs. Yeah, but, and we've already gone over that. Yeah, but it was there before the IRMs were, so we included it in the IRMs going forward. Does that make sense? Okay, yeah. So that's that's why the the list is the exact same. Is The list is just a guideline from... Oh god, Jello wouldn't have been a mod at the time. I forgot about that. Just just a look like a guideline to follow. Am I am I getting us too confused? I think we're just going over the same like five points of information over like a thirty minute time span. We've only got like yeah. five ideas down. Like this is a little like, bit okay. Like we've got it. He's he's gay. He's divorced. He's a dancer. He's ambidextrous. So this is kind of almost covered in every IRM. If it's not covered, it's not outright uh, contradicted. But um, uh, we accidentally have two Ratatouille-style Rat Mason IRMs. Genuinely, like, on accident, it's the exact same IRM, almost. Like, they share text. And it's... We talk about the Archive as a, a, a clown car full of clowns, but it, really, it's the taco stand. <laughs> oh my god. The call-out. Also, Cliff, this isn't directed at you specifically, because you are the one who uploaded those things. We goofed, all of us collectively. No one is at fault for the second Ratatouille. <laughs> First IRM. This one's a fun one. Uh, I'll read out the IRM code again. I can't actually remember if I did this for Fig. IF-10.332, aka Mechsuit Mason. Uh, the bulk of this entry and the final synthesis, so to speak, so the complete write-up and editing of everyone's chunks, kind of, put together to become the total finished IRM was written by a user named Peter Platinum, who is still in the taco stand, but I don't think I've seen that name in a long time. Shall I just uh, recite, recite, read out the IRM for us, and then I'll, I'll go over... I didn't hit the bullet points. That makes any sense. Like, if people want to read the IRM, they can just go to the wiki. Yeah, that's true. I could. <laughs> I could read the wiki. You could! I could you narrate could. the wiki. <laughs> Do we want that? Email us at... I don't think we have an email. Tweet us <laughs> we at... Don't. Um, well, we do, we do have an email. It's just I do. never included it because I'm very lazy. You're so valid. It's, it's archivesunlimited at gmail.com. There you have it. Do you want me to read you a baseball wiki page? <laughs> Holden Milk <laughs> ASMR. <laughs> I'll stop. Okay. So, again, this Mason is his knee... How do you pronounce the word me? As in, uh... Nay. It's... Nay. I looked it up. It's nay. I, I don't know why I've never heard that said out loud. I feel like I should what, have. What word? Type point. it. It's... I'll copy it. It's got a fun... It, it, it has... It, it's the word that denotes someone's maiden name, basically. So, this can either be me or nie. Both are correct. Huh. I'll so pronounce... say it however you nie. like. Nie? Yeah. That, that feels very weird just based on how my brain reads it, but 
Rat Mason, yeah, Polk, dreams of being a Broadway star. I don't know dick about Broadway. I don't know. Does being a star on Broadway involve dancing, like, as a rule? It can. I guess it doesn't have to. That's primarily acting, right? Well, but, like, Like, there's dancing in that. that, That's kind of like the the Harvard... Rat Mason's a theater kid. Yeah, Rat Rat Mason is a theater adult (laughs) at this point. (laughs) Um, The specific line here is, Rat Mason dreamed of being a Broadway star. But their diminutive stature left them frequently stuck at the end of the chorus line. This is a bit of of a sneak ahead. The, the, whether or not this this version of rat is literally a rat or just a very small human being is intentionally left vague. So they're just very small. It's just a Wait, little really? Guy. Okay. They're, yeah. they're, so they're. Oh, okay. That reminds me of a character who's also named Rat um, in the podcast. Um. Called Archive 81. <laughs> there is uh, a character who is, who is uh, never ooh. described. There is no description of them. It's just the best guess is they're probably an abomination or a really small uh, human. I love rat. Named rat. <laughs> named rat. They named themselves cool. rat. Anyway. I love rat. <laughs> um, <laughs> we can talk about Archive 81 off air. Um... So, I don't know how the technical crew of Broadway productions, or hoping to be Broadway productions, what comes before a Broadway production, I don't know how the people on technical crews for that translates to learning how to make mech suits, but that's where Um, Rat learned it. I don't Hmm. think it would very much at all. Frankly, I mean, because when I think of that kind of technical crew, it's all going to be like um, yeah, that's, audio-visual. Uh, yeah, or right? like rigging, or like with, uh, uh, the you're closest, working with sets. The closest thing I can think of is maybe some kind of set work. Yeah, and that doesn't really even... I mean, if you're making a... A, a mech suit that's like a Baba Yaga house, where you like you control it to go forwards by like, by like scrambling eggs. Like you're cooking breakfast and the house goes but you have to cook breakfast to make the house go that's a very interesting that's thought. nonsense i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> no i'm just imagining it i can picture it in my mind's eye so rat learned how to make mech suits that completely obscured their body hence hence the ambiguity they have how did par- they pee in the suit i mean would, would that be kind of hard to take off these yeah, are not is, answers. Is it, is it, These are not answers. Is the implication list. here that it's like a like a permanent mech suit? Like, is this a Mister Freeze situation, or is it like a like a, I a think suit they get into and get out of? I think it's a bit of a. It's like if you never see someone without a specific sweater. Like this person okay. wears the sweater every single day, all this freaking time. Okay. And you never see them wash it, but surely they must. But they're always in that sweater. Except the sweater in this case is a mech suit that completely hides their whole body. Um, it also, it, it's there's a little bit of a, a light smattering of elements of this being an adapt- adaptive device for them because it's stated here explicitly that it allows them to do things that let them participate in like normal human person-sized tasks. So. The examples here are riding a roller coaster or climbing a ladder. Well, I've always dreamed of climbing the ladder. I mean, I guess if it took you, like, I mean, imagine you're a rat. 
and yeah. you had to climb a human ladder. Just climbing it the way a human does would be kind of a novelty, I suppose. I suppose so. And I think that's the intended purpose of these mech suits, at least at this time. Um, so this mech suit, it's like a normal human-sized mech suit. Something like that. Like, not for a human, but it's like you interact it, with it and it's like yeah. five foot five. Yeah, it's not like okay. when you imagine... Okay. It's not like when you imagine um, Mike Townsend or Case. I always Case Dogwalker. Yeah. Case Dogwalker in their mix. The Gundam. Where, yeah, yeah, it's not a Gundam situation. So it's this... a. It's a bit of um. There's this movie I saw an ad for where this guy is actually like a robot run by hundreds of tiny versions of himself. Oh, that was what that was. Uh, it's more of a that, that situation. Was Eddie Murphy. Then yeah, that was Eddie Murphy. Yeah, it's closer to that than it is fucking Evangelion. I'm gonna make a little goof here. I read the last line. His, his name is possibly Radrick. <laughs> I think this rat talks like Scooby-Doo because mm. Scooby-Doo cannot pronounce P's and has say R's instead. I like that. That sounds like that. That's a lot of fun. It, it, it's a very interesting. We 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 will get to Radrick. So at at some point there was a, a disagreement. Presumably with some higher ups or something. Who who knows? Who cares about the destructive capacity of the suits, which is stated to be unknown. And an aside here, it is suggested the to be the reason behind why, at the time, at least at that time of writing, sorry specifically, they would almost exclusively hit solo home runs. The suit's just too powerful. It's all they can do. Um, so after. After that disagreement, they decided to abandon theater and the Big Apple entirely, setting their sights on Los Angeles and the emerging sport of baseball. <laughs> oh, saying those words is very strange after so long not saying. Um, during their time on the tacos, Rat has never really been seen outside of their mech suits. It's stated that the appearance of the suit varies from game to game, but it, but uh. They are usually tip, usually modeled after humans, rats, or some combination of the two. It was hinted at and is explicitly stated, not explicitly stated, it's it's hinted at, and then I have a note about it, uh, that Rat has kind of an extensive collection of mech suits, specifically in their basement. Oh, you know what this reminds me of? A, hmm. a little bit? Um, um, I'm sorry, uh, Rat. Furby mech. It, it sounds familiar, but I can't picture it in my mind's eye for the life of me. Yeah, it was it was like a Chuck E. Cheese mech suit, but it was like a rat Furby. Are we saying Furby colloquially or literally a Furby? Literally a Furby. I don't think I know about this. Yeah. I don't I know who or what Chuck Ch- Charles Entertainment Cheese is. Powerful I know. rat. That's a completely different IRM, isn't it? Oh, animatronic rat. The, uh, the animatronic rat, yeah. Animatronic Rat didn't actually get their own IRM, actually, unfortunately. <gasps> what? Yes, we didn't how, okay. end up... How... I think they got lost... How do I know about animatronic... You know about, know animatronic, about animatronic Rat, rat because like... of Loxacellas. We are shouting oh, out Lox right. again. It's late 2020 in... Oh, oh, you just mean Gob's beautiful, gorgeous rat interpretation of them as a giant Furby. Yeah. It's a, it's a mech suit. No, they're a Furby. It's it's like a Five Nights at Freddy's situation. I thought there was a rat in there. She's just a Furby. There's no rat in there. That is rat. Oh. I mean, Gob, you're welcome to correct me, but I'm pretty sure, like, uh, 
for listeners at home, I think we'll link this in episode description probably. Visually, it's just kind of an anthropomorphized furry style Furby with a big fluffy tail and some like there's an we should really get animatronic rat on the IRM one day. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, especially after that's like this. my favorite IR. That's animatronic rat is my favorite non-standard version of rat. Yeah, I really like. Honestly, my brain usually kind of puts Furby somewhere between animatronic and robots and fantasy creatures. So I didn't like. I'm I'm only just associating Furby rat with an animatronic rat just now. We'll link this in description. Also, way back in late 2020, Loxosellas did some wonderful kind of Fred Night Five Nights at Freddy's esque inspired art of animatronic rat. Oh, this hey. I love this one. It's a 69 jersey. We will talk about the Jer- jersey momentarily. I have. Well, not momentarily. That's at the end. Um, but it's 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 stated in a few places that their jersey number is 69. It's kind of implied that um, Rat has like a basement just full of animatronic or <sighs> mech suits <clears throat> that they can oh just kind of choose still from. Oh my god, we're talking about the mech suits. Choose from like like a wardrobe, I suppose. Like um, um like Spider-Man. Yeah, like like a uh, Spider-Verse Spider-Man, blonde blonde Peter or like um I'm thinking of another superhero movie but I can't actually place it. Something the slightly Incredibles? older. I think it might be The Incredibles. I don't know. Honey, where's my mech suit? <laughs> Where is my <laughs> mech suit? Imagine this, but it's all subtitles over rat squeaking. Mm, beautiful. Anyways, um there's speculation among the public as to who or what Rat Mason truly is. But uh, when asked who is inside the suits, McDowell Mason replied, that's, brackets, Rat's business, not yours, and quickly walk it off. This is a recurring theme a little bit, where Rat has a secret, and the gang very much respects that. And I, I, I enjoy that. It's yeah, nice. like, don't bother the Rat. Don't bother the Rat. Rat's got business. It's not your, it's not your business. Many Blazewell fans theorize Rat to be either a human in a mechanical rat suit, or a rat in a mechanical human suit. These are some lovely mental images. Picture now, if you will, a rat-sized human in a human-sized rat, piloting it like a mech. Is this not beautiful? Mm. Would you eat a rat-sized human for two hundred dollars? Two hundred dollars. I wouldn't eat a red, a regular rat for two hundred dollars. <laughs> I mean, I guess unless it was like a, like, like, is this like a? I have a steak here, and it's made out of this. Will you eat it if I give you two hundred dollars? Yes. Like I guess. $200 is $200. $200 is $200, exactly. It's not like I'm killing someone or something if if they already have the steak cooked or whatever. <laughs> oh, this is... Mm. Um, there's a detail at the end of this IRM about uh, an investigative journalist, journalist from a, quote, local middle school's bi-monthly newsletter interviewing Rat's old friends from New York... They describe him as shy, really, really, like, comically small, and no, not a literal rat. What in the world are you talking about? This is a fun little tidbit because this is based off of some genuine confusion we had while writing during the jam itself. We focused, like, we were writing up the parts for Mech Suit Mason, 
bit by bit. And towards the end there, someone was like, wait a minute, is this a rat-sized human mech with a rat in it? Or, like, what's going on here? And we were like, I don't know. And we kept that in. <laughs> so that's fun. There was also disagreement over over whether or not was Rat was Rat Mason's actual first name, with some referring to it as a nickname, and one particularly confused woman claiming it was short for Rattrick. I have here for you. I have here for you a list of suggested rat names. Some of them got used later because we came up with a whole bunch and we were like, hey, let's just, we like, we like all of these. We can't pick just one. Let's just use one per IRM and that way we can get them all in or whatever. But a couple of these, there's more names than there are IRMs. So some other suggestions include Rathew, Retricia, Retrice, so like the name Patrice, since that's a less common name, Rathaniel, Rattley, Ratasha, and as a joke, Polka Dot Ratterson. Whatever happened to Polka Dot Ratterson? <laughs> I wish I knew. Our next IRM, IF-18.61. Rat Mason is, is it a rat. Ratatouille? Oh, rat? we're not there. We're not or... there quite yet. Okay. Ratatouille is at the end. So we have our literal rat. I think uh, this is my favorite rat. Are they all your favorite rat? No, I. If I'm gonna draw a Rat Mason nine times out of ten, I'm just drawing a rat. <laughs> well, a bunch yeah. of rats. Yeah, a bunch of rats. It's usually like someone's hanging out rats and they've got Mason. like six rats. Rats Mason. I think the hive mind rat. That's a very fun one. And we'll we'll get into this as we get to the IRM after this one. That that's kind of like a, a a fusion of this and uh, the one one Macy a Macy, also used in tandem with as just as many rats as one can fit on screen comfortably at a time in art, especially these days. I'd like to say that this IRM party is what started and popularized Macy, but I don't think Macy specifically really came to be a form of rat until well after this jam. I want to say kind of early 2021. I think there was Fancy Mancer art, and then perhaps, maybe it's wishful thinking, but I I started using Macy almost exclusively around that time, and I put them in my Taco de Mayo art which you can buy in postcard form on Lisbeth Cares if you want. I think I'm going to continue to quote some chunks from the IRM directly here. This this one's a lot of fun. And though I said we're saving Ratatouille for last, and that is true, we kind of just yoink a lot of plot stuff from that film in general. Um, so Rat Mason is a small brown rat who grew up in New York City watching Broadway productions. And dreaming of becoming a professional dancer. Side note, to quote Dear, Dear Mod Jessica, like a normal rat, you know? <laughs> Just like a normal rat dreaming of becoming a professional dancer. Hey, I mean, Remy dreamed of becoming a chef. Yeah. I think it's so interesting that all of these IRMs have the fact that he wanted to be a dancer. And yet no one talks about that when we talk about rat these days. Yeah. That is never brought up. We forget about it. A lot, and I really think we need to bring the theater part of Rat Mason back to I the forefront. I actually have um, my own interpretation of Rat, where he's an entertainer, but a different kind. And I'll get into that um, later, uh, <laughs> when we're done with the IRMs. Hell yes. Uh, I'm excited. Yeah. Um, Rat Mason's favorite play is stated to be The Nutcracker. 
and this inspired his hatred of legumes from a very early point in his life. Please imagine peanut bong. (laughs) Wait, does Rat also hate peanut bong? I would love that. I don't think we've ever really covered how Rat feels about Nutty. Because the, the, mm, the situation's always been, how's Sexton feel about Nutty? And then how's the, the gang collectively? But not really any specifics. Um, no, there's been a couple specifics. Like, I think Yummy really likes him. Dove. They're, there's, like, there's best that. friends with Dove. Yeah. I think, let me rephrase, I think what I meant to say was more like, when we got Nutty, we never went into specifics with any of the current team. That's true. That's fair. Yeah. So in in this one, Ooh, yeah, magical uh, girl rat. That's for later. That's for later. Okay, say that as a treat. <laughs> in, in this one, Rat chose to move to LA to move specifically to Hollywood. <sighs> that rolls. Imagine right off the being tongue. from New York and then moving like across country to LA, like yeah, that's kind of the rat- opposite side of the continent. Yeah, the, huh? yeah, don't you have rat jet lag? I mean, I guess rat lag. I have a side note here. Hollywood was originally spelt with an infinity sign instead of the double O in wood. I don't know how you'd say that, but it, it's little 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 tidbit for you. Hollywood is. I think you would. I think you would just like say it, but then you just don't in the word. You just kind of fade off. So be like Hollywood, and then you just keep going. Hollyweed. 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 Hollywood is where he would meet his now husband Penny. Return of Penny Polk. I feel like Penny Polk is the name of another player, but I don't think that's... If they were, they don't exist. Oh, there is no Polk, uh, as far as I remember. I think Rat was the only person that had that last name, and no one else has had it since. Fascinating. Makes one think. Literal Rat Mason cannot speak, as one would expect, but is able to write write in and comprehend English, Spanish, and whatever language they speak in New York. This rat was tricked by El Pastor by asking him to what, what his name was and providing him a piece of scrap paper to write on, which ended up being, of course, the Tacos sign-up sheet. While his actual name appears to be Rathaniel, he insists that you call him just Rat, because Rathaniel was his father's name. Oh, this is Rat Rathaniel Jr. That... Oh, that's... Rat Jr. Rat Jr. Rat Jr. That's such a good name. While he has above average intelligence and a strong affinity for baseball, he still desires food over anything and will frequently abandon bases, consequently getting tagged out for trying to chase the smell of tacos being prepared just outside the stadium. Again, we're trying to explain why we're shit at the game via our lore. It's one of my favorite parts of, of tacos. He gets a lot of his food from attempting to steal from teammates or from stealing from local taco trucks. Unfortunately for Rat, he is just as bad at stealing food as he is at stealing bases. I like to think that implies that he tries all the time and he won't stop trying, but he's just terrible. I have a fun fact for you guys. Um, Here's the thing. My only knowledge of actual baseball is very limited, but I think I do remember that there was a time where um, you were allowed to drink coffee um, or that they had coffee cups set up on the actual bases, or even food. I, I, I oh. swear, I didn't dream this one up. I'm pretty sure that happened somewhere in the 90-somethings. I don't know. I'm not sure if this is the same thing or not, but I, I did hear a story about a, 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 a baseman who would hide snacks under the base, like 
just hide a bag of sunflower seeds under there. Sunflower seeds are I mean, I deeply I baseball cur- culture. I haven't heard of anything like them having, like, serving food on the field. I know players have gotten in trouble for bringing food on the field. Like, they're eating, like, something in the dugout, and then they just bring it out with them. I know that's happened. <laughs> yeah. And um, um, I know because of my first ever Tacos fan art, they, they kind of have, uh, they are provided snacks for munching on while they're chilling or between... Yeah. You know. Well, God, a baseball game could go on like four hours sometimes. That is true. Like, way too long. <laughs> way you, too long. You forget about it watching baseball. Like, just how much kind of effort is involved with with the quote-unquote small of a real A real baseball game. game lasts, like, it's definitely a game that afternoon. was popular in the 20s when people had nothing to do but spend a whole afternoon watching some guys run around. Yeah. It is, it, it's way too long for modern feeling. I, that's my bad baseball hot take. I think baseball, I feel the same way about it as I do live theater. Like, it's, it's you're not going to watch that regularly necessarily, but it's kind of nice as a treat, and you know it's going to be kind of weird compared to any other time you consume the thing it's based on or whatever. And... Yeah. I know you're there to sit in the stands and eat snacks. Yeah, I, yeah, I would agree. I would agree with that. Because I think there's a difference between watching it live and watching it on TV, whereas oh, I yeah. do not mind it if I'm going to the game. Yeah. Like, I have very fond yeah. memories of, like, going to a Cardinals game and, like, spending the afternoon, like, that's what we're doing. But, like, watching it at home, agony. Just, I do not want to turn the TV on and watch four hours of that. Yeah. Oh, my God, no. I am like that with live theater also. If anyone puts a recording of a theater production in front of me, I will kill again. <laughs> It's again. It drives me to violence. No, I understand completely. I don't want to see it. I just don't want to see it. Like if you're into that, that's extremely cool, and that's like I I know that's a, a semi niche almost hobby people have is shit like that. But as someone who grew up in high school surrounded by theater kids, while not being a theater kid myself, <laughs> slash J, I have killed before, and I will kill again if shown live theater recordings. Grady. Um. Also, I, if this rat ever talks. I, I don't know. I think the rats speak. I feel like probably say something. Hey, I'm walking here. Rat in a big city, boy. Um, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but like as a rat. <laughs> Squeaking. <laughs> but like as a rat. Yes. Imagine squeaks in that tone. I wanted. I wish I could imitate a rat so bad right now. What Laz thinks of this? I really want to know what, what Laz, Laz thinks feel? of this. I, I'm kind of waiting. I I, I gently poked. Laz kind of verbally in the archive here, but I'm kind of waiting for the episode to come out to like properly poke them in one of the lore channels about it. I really, really want to hear how Laz feels about Rat Mason being a New Yorker. Oh, I want to talk about Rat Mason. (laughs) That is is unlike the dancing. That is a fact I do hear brought up every once in a while. It's like, oh yeah, well, he is from New York, so, you know, XYZ. So I feel like that is a piece of lore that has definitely been it, carried it's through into stuck his in people's modern... minds. Yeah. Also, a, a lot of New York rats can get really big. Yes, they can. Yes, they absolutely can. I want rats to... should love pizza. I, I, I'm just oh, going to say rats should love pizza. I, I was going to say, I want to see it, but also I have a phobia of feral mice and rats. I'm so torn. Oh, I should not post that photo. I just found it. No, post it. I'll do it anyway. It, it, the, the issue Rock, is them look. in my living space. Oh, that's, that's a, a big, big fucking rat. 
It's a big rat. And we're recording. That's, okay, that's kind of... Happy Fat Fuck Friday. That's kind of... <laughs> happy Fat Fuck Friday. Um, that is kind of the size of rat I think Rat Mason is. For reference, this is a man... It's a, it's a cropped image of a man holding a very large rat. I... And the body of this rat is probably about the size of a house cat. Yeah. It's a very large I'd rat. I'd say that's like juvenile house cat sized. Like, yeah. It's enormous. That thing, you, you put the head on one shoulder and the butt's on the other one. Yeah. I'm imagining, I, I always draw Macy with these real little little uh, domesticated rats that fit in the palm of your hand. And now I'm imagining, like, you, you imagine kind of the taco stand just having rats in it. Just a lot of them kind of hanging out. And I always, always imagine them as your, like, your typical, like, hold one in a hand little rats. Like your domesticated rats. But now I'm imagining they're all this size. I'm thinking about it. It's bad to it's bad to think. It's about. bad to yeah. think about, but also I want to be there. It, it's very conflicting. Yeah. One of well, my deepest desires is to have a pet you know... rat. Also, like, if a mouse is in my living space, I'll freak the fuck out. I think it's it's Ish- better only in this instance because you know that these are not yeah wild. Yeah, they're sem- like, they're even semi sapient like, or like whatever the phrasing. Yeah, would be. like the stadium is infested, but the rats they just live like, here gonna bite you yeah they're not gonna eat like they're not gonna eat your shit except in the normal roommate way i think yeah exactly i mean mean, like rat could if they're being an asshole about it i feel like rats like just to start biting people (laughs) just because they could uh i'm I'm thinking about it like how uh i don't know how many people here have handled a rabbit before but they bite you when they're a little annoyed and it's not like a hard bite it's just yeah. it kind of like grabs you with their teeth kind of thing but i'm pretty sure rats yeah, have yeah. the same kind of teeth configuration so i'm imagining it's kind of like that i'd imagine it's very similar yeah. um back to the irm because we have two more after this and, and we've been here for, for two fucking hours um where was i uh i mentioned stealing food and he, he's very bad at it the rest of the team gives him food anima- anyways, or lets him steal, I suppose, because he is, quote, wildly considered widely considered to be a lovable nuisance. You like to think about it. You just, you just have this fun little guy just hanging out in your, in your sports team. And maybe you give him a bit of your taco or whatever. I don't know. I love that. I love small animals. Actually. The final bit about, bit bit for this rat, and this one's got some notes attached. Rat bats with a normal sized bat, which is very large for him. Because he is only a few inches tall, his teammates usually provide him with something like a stool or stepladder to stand on while he bats. On one occasion, the team was unable to find something for him to stand on, leading Basilio Fig to volunteer to hold him up for the duration of the game. So that's a cute mental image. Wait, um, then, um, okay, well, like, what if Fig is on base? Fig has to go back to the home plate. Special permission? Special permission, I guess? I don't think we were getting on base. I, I don't think... I have I have a vintage I have a vintage meme from like season twelve of expansion somewhere and it's not it's not a very nice meme necessarily but it's it's a meme all the same and it's um it's it's an old meme format and it's some screenshots from King of the Hill and one of them is Bobby Hill holding up a sign from outside of a classroom pointing in at the children inside of it. And the sign is usually edited to say something. I don't know what the original says. And then the next one is a teacher who's come up and crumpled up the sign and is telling Bobby, those kids would be very upset if they could read. But in this case, the sign reads, flooding sweeps base, base players from play. And the second part is, 
That team would be very upset if they could get on base and it's us. <laughs> like, we simply did not get swept elsewhere. It just didn't no. happen. And we didn't get on base. Back to the being held up by a teammate thing is... Uh, I have, a, I have a, a comment here and a little cute aside. Other players suggested to use here are Valentine Games and Wyatt Dovenpart. Specifically, Dovenpart was suggested by Jello in a message that reads as follows. Although, I also love the idea of Wyatt Dovenpart being Rat's personal butt monk. So there's a mental image. No, that's good. I love it. That's good. Like, you're in the shadows, so you get to, you help Rat do things. Yeah, no, it's like, what the hell else is this guy doing? Yeah, what's he doing watching Naruto? You can pause that. Come come help Rat fucking hit some dingers. A continuation from specifically selecting Fig to be the the Rat holder. Uh, Very cute mental image, courtesy of Quinn Cognito. Message, quote, OMG, what if Fig has a little basket around his trunk that Rat can bat from? Very cute, actually. Uh, suggested by Loxacillas, but not included, kind of based off of this. Quote, you know how elephants are scared of mice because they're so small and they don't want to squish them? Early fig slash rat dynamics were like that, maybe? Uh, Just like really, really scared of him? Yeah. But not because he's, not because he's a mouse, just because he's tiny. He's real small. Here's here's another- I just called him a mouse. He's a rat. Another message from Lox. It, it's it's one of those. Well, what do you call it when you have the? Um, I'll, I'll copy paste it in in chat because I don't know how to verbalize this very nice. Like like a, a message like this. How would you like? What would you call that kind of an, an exchange? Rap exists. McDowell Mason Frankenstein. Yeah. So it was suggested maybe McDowell also had the kind of. Oh God, that thing's so small. Also, uh, Hazel has provided for us the height rats can fall from, which is 50 feet. I'm thinking about it. I don't like to think about it. That's too high. No, they're so powerful. They don't get hurt falling 50 feet. Oh, I guess so. They're just amazing little acrobats. Squirrels or something. Is this still Broadway rat? Yeah, okay. They're all the Broadway rat. rat. (laughs) I just thought of something really, really, really bad. Uh, um, If Rat Mason ever pursued um, their Broadway career. Do you think Cats 2019 would have been Rats 2019? <sighs> I'm imagining it. I'm okay, imagining yeah. it. <laughs> There's rat. I don't know. I don't know how to tell you that there are rats in Cats 2019. I thought it was mice. Yeah. And they get eaten. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm picturing. They're, they're, they're either or. Yeah. I'm picturing them in my head right now. The ones from the movie specifically. Oh. I was just gonna say I'm gonna make my own rat IRM. Oh, but, uh, okay, an al- alternate universe where everyone in cats universe was rats instead. I I need to do '90s style cats rats rat. <laughs> Did that sentence make any fucking sense? Yeah, yeah. I want to make my own rat IRM where he's just like a rat, but like a cats from cats rat. Like he's a he's a person rat, but not in like a good way. In a bad way. A person rat. I'm thinking about it, and I want it so bad. I want it so bad! This is... It's perfect. To move on with our IRMs. Next up we have... Yes. IF-41.597. Rat Mason and their pet rat. Mm. Oh, that image. I don't I don't know which one that is, so I, t- I can't... I can't describe that. That, that is magical Mr. Mistopheles. Excuse you. I only know how to recognize the 90s ones. And that's only most of the time. That is Mr. Mistopheles. 
It, it's it's a picture of Mr. Masafis with to- his hat off in front of him, kind of almost doing the pleading face, kind of towards the camera. I saw Cats 2019 in theaters three times. I need you to know this about I me. I think I already knew this about you. I've never watched this movie. I really should. Me neither. I was around oh. enough during the 90s or in leftover 90s culture that um, like, I was aware of Cats as a child. And I really wanted to see it. But I didn't know shit about it. IRM. Rat Mason, a young adult human, is never seen without the company of their pet rat. The pair's team has often reported finding them atop stairways, stairway railings, or lockers while waiting for practice to begin, seemingly always moving. That writing feels very janky. And I'm saying that because I wrote it. Oh? Oh, you wrote- Oh. Oh. Huh. Yeah, oh, I was- Oh, you wrote this IRM. I was here for this. I haven't been- I, I, I've noted who wrote what and who suggested what when I could, and I haven't been mentioning it because it's kind of a lot. But, um- I was part of this, like the fig one. This rat mason, and I won't call them Macy, although this it would be the um, IRM that Macy it's is like the based proto-Macy. on. It's like the proto-Macy. Yeah, proto-Macy, the, the inkling, the beginning of Macy, the, the, the blueprint on which Macy was built from. Uh, th- this individual is suggested to be a graffiti artist, or a, a, that feels like it might be an impolite version of a term or a way to refer to that form of art, so a street artist. Their work's seen in and around El Pastor Memorial Stadium. Although, it's said they're assumed, so I guess they don't sign it. Um, That's fucking Banksy. <laughs> That's fucking Banksy. Blanksy. Blanksy. I love that. There's a bit here that isn't that isn't explained, so I will give the, the, the context needed. Um, in this version... Uh, the rat is referred to as rat, and for some reason we called the human counterpart Polk, even though this is very distinctly post-masoning. Um, there's a lot of that in, in Rat's page, just in general, actually. Um, <clears throat> to quote, Prior to their career on the tacos, Polk first answered the public eye when they held an elaborate marriage ceremony between their pet rat and a wild rat they referred to as Penny in the middle of Los Angeles. The reception was attended by several dozen mice, rats, squirrels, and other rodents, and afterward, Polk paraded the couple through the streets with a megaphone, shouting, These rats are gay, and there's nothing you can do about it. So, like, it's very good. The ARM is. Oh. Oh, that's a good question. That was a while ago, wasn't that? Uh, what's your name? Ratburn. Mr. Ratburn. When did Mr. Ratburn get married? 2019. So this was after, for sure. Uh, I'm imagining it. I'm thinking about it. I don't think this was consciously a reference to that, but oh, that's, oh, that's juicy. I love that. Looking for a place to divert energy from mischief... A little side here. A mischief is the term to refer to a group of rats. Uh, and hang out with people besides their pet rat. Polk signed up for Al Pastor's kickball league out of genuine interest. There, there is also an unused suggestion, suggested reason for sign up that they were looking for their rat in the stadium while it was closed, and then Al Pastor coerced them into indentured servitude. Question mark. First scheduled day of practice that the league that the league was indeed not for kickball. Wow, we had some weird grammar. I don't know who wrote this. Um, potentially me. Um, Kim, the reveal that 
we're not playing clickball was a shock. But Rat adapted to the Rat pair, I should say, developed a knack for placeball. Uh, with their pet resting atop their head at bat and promptly face placed onto the field after hits to run bases together, the two came to be known as a hit-or-miss duo and, and crucial to the Tacos lineup. So the person doesn't bat or <laughs> anything, which I think so they're is... they're just standing there for support. <laughs> they're just with the Rat on their head stuff. batting. So just sitting on the mound with a Rat on their head. The name Rat Polk, reported as their name in media outlets after the Rat marriage, has been the only name to stick with them throughout their baseball career, albeit albeit modified during the Wyatt Mason. The last sentence here is, Polk may or may not be short for polka dot. Yeah, I, I thought I might have a note on that, but I was thinking of something. So that's that one. You can see it's very similar to Macy and yet very different at the same time. Do we have any, any thoughts before we move on yeah. to... Yeah, I, I definitely think that Macy has more bastard energy and this was just yes. this is just a goofball um it was brought up i didn't note it but it was brought up that uh the human counterpart version of rat should be a quote dirtbag and this was i think shortly after the dirtbag jess discourse incidents so people weren't a big fan but the suggester who may or may not have been aquilon i may be misremembering clarified to mean dirtbag as in pig pen from the peanuts kind of a dirtbag. So there's a mental image. They're just covered in dirt. I mean, that's what I've always said about Macy, is that Macy should be nasty. Yeah. Macy should be gross. Macy mm -hmm. was raised by feral like, rats in the sewers not... as a child and should look the part. Yeah, like you should not want to sit next to her. Macy has never taken a shower. Macy is never. hosed down with a watering hose before entering any building. Macy will hiss at you. Macy bites. The rats don't, but Macy does. Do you think Macy has her <laughs> rabies shot? <laughs> no! <laughs> uh, this is very beautiful, and I'd love to follow this um, thread more, but we're at our final IRM of the evening. Oh, thank God. The piece de resistance. <laughs> IF-41.705. Ratatouille Rat Mason. Ratatouille. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm gonna just read read from the IRM, which I've mostly copied here. Rat Polk joined the Tacos, looking for a chance at sports fame, especially in kickball. Some may think it kind of, it may think it is kind of odd that they seem to introduce them himself as Matthew, but wrote Rat down on the sign-up sheet and proceeded to stumble over his words for a full minute before announcing that they must have mi must have misheard and that he introdu introduced himself as Rathew. Teammates and fans report peculiar behavior on the plate. He is frequently seen looking up and talking to himself and wincing in pain when he pain when he misplays. Questions such as why do we never see him without his cap and why does Rat perform like a little league player during during practice, but like a star during games, and why does he always leave the room when people talk about the stadium's rat problem? Have <laughs> led so social media presences to insist that a rat living under Mason's baseball cap was quote. This is my favorite quote. Piloting this brackets respectable brackets fellow ratatouille style. So uncensored. I'd like to think this reads piloting this motherfucker ratatouille style. Yeah. I really wish I had a source for this quote. But I'm pretty sure it was on the page before we started the IRM party. Have you <laughs> played Delta in Chapter 2? Yes. Okay, you know Spamton, right? Yes. Read it like that. 
Oh, can I do a Spamton impersonation? Oh, oh. I don't think I can do the voice, but I think I can try and do the tone. Okay. Highlighting this respectable fellow, Ratatouille style. That probably wasn't very good. I tried to sound like he was starting to say motherfucker, but then was corrected to respectable fellow in a robotic voice. I should, I really want to be able to do voices. Hi, sorry. So I am um, searching backwards on main cord in the Taco and Bits General. Um, I'm like finding all kinds of stuff. In one of them, it looks like the Ratatouille IRM was added by um, Moss who I have never seen before. The name rings a bell, but I don't think they've been active in my time with the tacos. I don't think they've been active in my time either. Uh, they're part of the Blood House. What's the, what's the Blood House again? Uh, it was part of the Patreon. Oh, right. Back when Lisbell had a Patreon. Um, yeah, Moss Mason. Uh, it looks like they're the one who added the Ratatouille stuff. Moss, if you're out there, thank you so fucking much for that quote. We love it. I want it on a shirt. I might, I might, I might put that on a shirt. Baseball on on baseball cares. I don't know. Something to think about for me for later. Um to get a little more a little touching for a moment. When Axe asked about these rumors, Taco's manager Al Pastor said, Sure, we've never seen our boy Rathew without his hat on, but we think it's like totally chill if he's actually a rat who dreams of being a sports star. Like they say, anyone can play baseball. I have a quote here from Taco Hen. Quote, actually fun lore thing about Al Past about Al his one good personality trait is there is that he respects his players' secrets. He and talks like Gusto. He talks like Gusto. Gusto's quote from the hit movie Ratatouille 2012. Oh, I haven't anyone, seen the movie. Look, anyone seen the anyone movie? Anyone can play the ball. Oh my! God. You've never, you've never watched uh, Ratatouille. No, I've seen it. It's just been too long. It's been so long. Me learning that is like that gif that everyone is of, of the sous, the sous chef reading a note and getting steadily more panicked. <laughs> God. Get me my lawyer. <laughs> to, to continue, other tacos have similarly similarly declined to comment on the rumors out of respect for Mason's privacy. Mason is described as a bit of a himbo, <laughs> often a klutz when off, off the field, and a normal dude out of his depth. He claims to enjoy carousel rides and has no strong opinions on the B-movie. I watched the B-movie ten times. Probably more. I, I memorized oh my the God. B-movie. I memorized it word for word once. I've memorized it, but only because people keep putting the fucking script all over the place. And also lots of aviation. There is no way a bee should be able to fly. What if we did a dramatic reading of the script for April Fool's? Yeah, send us an archives unlimited at gmail.com and ask us, and I will perform, and I will read it out loud, the entire V movie script, word for word, from my memory. What if we... I, I have a screenshot somewhere of, I think, Keeper... Not keeper. Um, sins. Get sins. The the judge of the court case, mentioning that someone um submitted the entire script of the B movie, but with every word, every time the word B is mentioned, the word crab is put in its place, and it was, it was submitted as evidence for the court trial. And I think about it. I'm thinking about it. God, they really did um, this to the human race in that movie, huh? They sure fucking did. To continue. 
Yeah, this, unfortunately, the last IRM is the longest IRM here. So we're about halfway done. Unbeknownst to the press, Matthew is actually Rat and Matthew. Matthew, an aspiring kickball player, dramatically lacked, dramatically lacked athletic talent. Rat, a rat, <laughs> was tragically and chronically bound by the laws of physics, preventing them from f fulfilling their dream of becoming a famous sports player because they could not kick the, quote, could not kick the dang ball effectively despite their immense knowledge of sports and also video games. Quotation marks again. Rat approached Matthew for a team-up, and they have been working together Ratatouille, Ratatouille style ever since. Although Rat, the rat, is somewhat irritable when dealing with Matthew's blunders, the two of them are ultimately close friends. You love to hear it. For most of their baseball career, the duo has been trying to keep their Ratatouille situation secret from the rest of the team, and although it is painfully obvious to almost everyone else, the team respected Matthew's privacy and did not bring it up. In the aftermath of Season 9 Day X, during which we lost all of our fucking team, that was the- specifically this would be when, like, the reveal of the shelled one as the final boss of the Discipline Era, and them finally taking- all of our pitchers, except for Sexton, and also taking Quitter away from us. It's we look back on it and and think about how dramatic and thematic and it and whatnot it is, and stuff. But um, this bit here stems a little bit from I think feelings in the stand when that happened, and that is to say we were all very upset. This is very distressing. Like I don't know if you caught Day X. Yeah, I was. I think tacos. the first, um, the first major downsizing of a team, or you yeah. know, all our, the first time. I think the biggest. Uh, a team's players just kind of just, you know. Yeah. Taken. They got half. They got slurped up. Yep. I mean, and then, literally, like right after that, Dovenpart went to the shadows and didn't get swapped out for anybody. Like went to the shadow realm, R.A.P. Yeah, we we literally sent Dove to the shadow realm. <laughs> it's what would, it's what he would have wanted. Yeah, um, he lost sorry. the Yu-Gi-Oh fight. He really did. In the aftermath of season nine, day X, distressed over the team's dramatic downsizing, Matthew and Rat admitted their situation to the Tacos, who in turn admitted that they'd already known and known that and supported it unconditionally with the exception of the team mascot pepito who had no idea but still supported them the final part of the irm when referring to both matthew and rat working together the team refers to them as rathew um small note here pepito was ultimately used but it was initially suggested that the one member of the team who is unaware of the ratatouille situation would be bong which yeah I think it's because um, we probably at that time hated Peter Fong. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. This it's it's also worth mentioning. We didn't get Bong until season ten, and this, which we realized during writing, and then we were like, oh, I guess it'll be Pepito, because we couldn't settle on an actual teammate to be the the goobus. Um, I said that was the last IRM, but that was kind of a lie. What? Not exactly. So there was a little bit of a mix-up during the second part of the lore jam when we wrote Ratatouille Rat Mason. I I don't know the exact, but I think there may have been an IRM, like one single IRM already on the page, or 
part of the page was cut and turned into an IRM because there are two versions of the Ratatouille Rat Mason. IRM number IF-14.662, appearance as a rat piloting a human-sized rat. I'm not going to read it too much, but it has a lot of the same text from Ratatouille Rat, but the difference here is that instead of a human Everything person, is the same, it's except a there's giant two, rat. Yeah, <laughs> two giant, uh, two rat. There are two rats. So this is just a little anomaly. It's included here because I, I I go through and I just copy-paste all the IRMs so I can comb through them all over again and annotate them and whatnot for my script in these. And while I was combing, this one, I, I did things in chronological order, but this one was technically second in total order out of all the IRMs. Yeah, what if um, it was like a reverse AU? A rat-sized human piloting a human-sized rat. I'm thinking about it. I think I, I'm I'm thinking about it very hard. Um, I have one thing here that's kind of I think the only different thing, and I I don't have a fucking explanation for this because none of this we we didn't write this during the IRM jam. We didn't even mention it. So I have no idea where this comes from. Maybe Moss. I don't know. <clears throat> to quote, when pressed by reporters, an anonymous source who looks exactly like, like, exactly like Mason, but without a head, had this to say. Sure, I may or may not lose my free will to yanking on my hair while, the, well, to yanking on my hair while on the field, but hey, it sure is fun getting to pay, play baseball in front of all those screaming fans. So. Well, <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Sure, I may or may not lose my free will, I've said casually. I mean, it's it's baseball. Who has free will in this economy? This economy. Um, this one, unlike Fig's page, has a trivia section. Hopefully, these will be a bit more prevalent as we go forward in time with deep dives. I I like trivia sections on Wikipedia pages. The two pieces of trivia we have for Rat Mason are: Mason has mixed, missed the exit from the 405 to the 101 several times. And Mason reportedly wears jersey number 69. I, I will state something. I don't know anything about America. I don't know what 405 or 101 are. They're just highway numbers. Yeah. There's yeah, just big roads. Hey, if anyone here is from LA, can you tell us what that, what that means? <laughs> I'd really love to know the significance here. Oh, the here. 405? The 405 is that big hell highway. Hang on. Hang on. Let me show you a picture. Oh, please. Do you mean the Hell Highway is in the one that has like literally fire burning under it, or I mean probably not? I don't think that's no. a highway actually. Okay, this implies that Rat does have a driver's license. Um, all versions of Rat. Oh, sweet. oh wow, that's a hell hole. That's the four hundred five. How many lanes is that? Many. Oh, what's the one on the right hand side? Do you know? Um, I believe that is before the um lane expansion and after the lane expansion. It's, it's the same road, I believe. Oh, oh, I'm disgusted. The biggest lane highway I've ever been on is smaller than the old version of that, I think. Oh. Yeah, we have a couple we have a couple big guys uh here in Tampa, but nothing quite nothing quite like that. Oh, um, does that I just go through I LA? Been on is it goes from what I understand, it kind of goes around LA. That makes sense. Which is the joke about the really big Uber. That's okay. why that's the joke. Um, yeah, that would always be clogged, huh? 
Yeah, yeah. My understanding is it is always congested. Yeah. Oh, sweet mercy. I'm hypnotized. Well, geez, I hate no wonder rat. Well, geez, no wonder rat misses the exit. <laughs> yeah. I would, too. I'd miss... I'd miss my wife on that highway. I miss my wife, Tails. <laughs> I'm thinking about that all the time. <laughs> okay. Uh. Oh, God. Okay. Um, oh, uh, uh, there's a side yeah. note. There's also a Rat Mason song by the LA Jukebox. Yes, that's right. Please, everyone, please, 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 please do yourself a favor. Listen to every LA Jukebox song there is. <sighs> I could come under fire for this, but I'm going to fucking say it. They're better than the garages. No, oh, that's true. <laughs> like, I appreciate the garages. I do enjoy a garage song. But you cannot, you can't fucking top some of the shit that LA Jukebox does. They're, they have the They're range. so good. All of them are bangers. They're so good. We had a couple, we were going to save a couple things for the end. Ah, Magical Girl. Magical Girl Rat. I would love to make Magical that Magical Girl Rat. Yeah, it kind of started out, I don't know a whole lot about it. Kind of started out as a joke. Yeah. And then was taken very um, seriously. I, and I think it's very sweet. Yeah. I, I really like it. My my favorite thing to do during siestas is come up with overly complex and detailed AU versions of the tacos. So I have Tokyo Mew Mew planned out for the tacos crew. And we, of course, have Macy in it as a rat rat gal. And she's got a big old spoon to smack people over the yeah. head with. <laughs> um, I'd love to flesh that out and make them a full IRM. This is kind of an aside because I've been... I, I have two things I want to bring up here. Taco's lore jams, famous that they are, have kind of evolved into something that they weren't when they started. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I do kind of miss what they were when we started. Does that make sense? Like, Well, it seems like early, early lore jams were just throwing out a bunch of very different ideas and coming with all different versions of characters. And it seems like now they're more like, what is... What is this one thing yeah. and we gotta shove everything into one we're, we're, we, what you were calling it the clown bionicle like that was from gob oh was that gob yeah. okay Go gob picked that up from i i i can't remember the i, I can't remember the the sentence or whatever that was part i of. um i love the irms i want yeah more versions of every character all the time what i really want, I want to like, do i want every single person who's active in the lore channels in the taco stand to have their own versions of each character yes i want that so bad yes i want yes. that very very bad it's nice to be able to have the wiki to base stuff off of because like i'm not gonna fucking velasquez on the shoe thieves is my example every single time because she's my she's my gal she's my my obligatory shoe thief character i know how to draw but I do like not having to think too hard about having to draw her. Like I can just kind of go to the go to the wiki and look at all the fan art and kind of skim through the through the information and be like, okay, I think I get the idea, and just kind of throw something together without too much thought. And it's nice to be able to do that, especially since you have a a thing like baseball with so goddamn many people in it, both in terms of fans and in terms of characters. But also like like we should have a billion different versions of every character and maybe this is maybe this is taco brained to say of us because i think it's 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 a less common sentiment once you uh hove out I of our think, little field here 
I, th- like, I do think that is a very taco way to view things because we do have that infinite cities yeah, we have where it's like well yeah you just have two three four five 18 different versions of the same character yeah. and it doesn't matter because they're all the same character we already have the shackles taken I off understand. I understand like to start I, with yeah i will say this or will on will's behalf um for every icb will mentions about rat it's just every single ver- just just his version of rat is every single version of rat but simultaneously and they switch out every day <laughs> yeah but they're like no i love yeah, that what are you and talking about that. that's fucking rat I think they all live in the the Takiera a little bit and like who gives a goddamn if like one day they they start their own Broadway show by themselves yeah yeah like who gives a goddamn if one day I'm I'm drawing Macy and her gang of rats and then the next day it's all there's no people present it's all just rats Who, who cares I don't have to marry myself to one interpretation of a character I can get attached if I want to, and it can be fun to get attached. I oh, certainly yeah. like how I draw Basil, and I like how I draw Nick, though I'm working on them a little bit. But like, I can just like it's fun to chop and screw. Like, uh, I'm 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 looking at the the fan art I posted here, and I have a very humanoid fig as one of these magical girls as part of the Tokyo Mimio team, and I like to ping pong between a lot of different figs, and like that's fun. I think everyone should do that. Yes, yes, like, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love I love it. Oh, uh, the only thing of, you have to lose are your chains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your chains. Uh, speaking of, I, I noticed that um, when Expansion Era began, um, in the wiki, it is Rathu, but um, we refer to her now as Macy. You know what yes, I'm thinking? Um, R- Rath transition. The, the, trans- those two. Trans- <laughs> yes. Trains, 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 they transitioned uh, during the Grand Siesta. I love that. Just, uh, I love baseball so fucking much, y'all. Mm, yeah. Ooh, I guess I can talk about my interpretations of Rat. Oh, um, please. Yes. Please do. Okay. I talked about this um, at one point with um, in the games cut. Um, but it was kind of mostly as a joke, because uh, I said, um, yeah, the version I have in a brat is just Jerma, the, street, the Twitch streamer. Yeah. But it's a rat. He's um, the giant rat who makes all the rules. Giant <laughs> rat who makes all the rules. Oh, oh I really like, like that. Yeah, LA Twitch streamer rat. Um, and everyone thinks he's a, that they're a VTuber. But they're not. They just have never debunked it. It's like a like a very realistic VTuber. But no, that's just rat on screen, and no one questions it. Did I ever tell you I have an evil tacos AU yes. that I'm like not gonna get into right now? Um, but in that AU, Rat runs a YouTube channel, and he essentially does exactly that, except he like makes like fake animal videos like where and like that's like call to action it's like oh no i found this poor animal uh, i need you to like raise ten thousand dollars for my vet bills and it's like totally fake uh but he does this like all the time and like that's that's his like evil <laughs> that's his role in like the evil evil tacos thing but then also he's like playing video games evil, evil youtube gamer 
Yeah. I mean, you said three things that all mean the same thing. (laughs) 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 There's, there's, okay. So, like, I know for our potential live stream, we're gonna flesh the whole evil tacos thing out more. So I'm not gonna... Basically, there was, there was a lot more to this. It wasn't just a, he's an evil... There's more. There's more to it. But I'm just, I'm not gonna get into it right now, because that's for later. <laughs> oh, hang, hang on. Oh, wait, I have I have the other rat interpretation in my head. Oh, we have more rat. Um, yeah. It's um, Ellen. Because, um, okay. <laughs> rat live. This is an L.A., and I'm just wondering why we didn't really have um any any LA archetypes, you know, like um like let's say a Twitch team or a YouTube star. And then I remember one other thing, because all my a lot of my friends who are artists and animators live in LA and we don't um we so, and um this so here's the thing, the Venn diagram of animation industry students and professionals who live in LA and people with fursonas is almost a circle. There are Multiple people I know with rat sonas, including me. <laughs> it's in the episode cover. I am a journal. Um, and I think rat. I think my other interpretation is that Rat Mason is a broke animation college student who lives Hazel. in L.A. Hazel, I love that so much. I also really thought you were gonna say Cal Arts Rat. <laughs> Cal Arts Rat who works for fucking Disney. A powerful rat. A powerful rat. God, that would be so. That would be so much better for the evil, evil tacos. That would be so much better. Turns into Mickey Mouse. Oh, (laughs) yeah. He's like the mascot for Vito Corp. Oh my god. Let me tell you. Um, there's this. I I think I've mentioned uh, Tacos Limited before to you. But also, there's a lot of old yes. tacos lore about how Al Pastor tried to sell us to Disney as like we were almost Disney brand. So in the evil AU, that's oh. when it ha- So in the evil AU, Al Pastor succeeds, um, and we get sold to Disney. Is like <laughs> like the way someone gets sold to One Direction. <laughs> 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 Oh my god. No, that's really good. Uh, I think the uh, Disney, Disney specifically, stuff I mentioned can be found on, I want to say, the Unlimited Tacos page itself on the wiki. Like, I think that's just where that is. I think that's an episode. Do we have anything to add? I yeah. ran out of script. Uh, Yo, Ricky Rat, where are the fast passes to Mickey Stick Smasher? Do you know? Please. Do you think Yummy? Do you think Yummy ever tries to eat him? <laughs> I don't think that happens. Uh, except maybe. I th- I think Yummy. I think. I think Yummy chases Macy around the way a dog would a cat, except where a dog would be having fun and the cat wouldn't be, and neither knows that the other is feeling differently at the time. Macy knows, like, (laughs) Macy knows Yummy is having a good time, and Yummy is absolutely doing it to bully bully her on purpose. (laughs) But I don't think 
for any of the rat rats, except maybe giant human-sized ones. Yummy would do that. But I do think rats can get into very weird places. And I, I think I think it's accidentally almost happened at least once. That's fair. I do have something to add, actually. I think Macy and Yummy should hold hands and bite each other and kiss. And also, like, Good. scratch each other up real bad or something. You're right. Tom and Jerry. Tom and mm. Jerry. Have you seen Hilda? I haven't. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, um, so there's this character who's just a pile of rats called the Rat King. Yeah. Oh, Rat Kings. Yeah. That's kind of what I imagine Rat can also do. Um, just compile themselves into like a, a crowd of rats into one like giant that. rat. I like that a lot. Y'all know about Rat Kings as a concept? Yes. I love I love a Rat King. I think they're very fun and cool in a horror way. I think that's a rat. I think that's a rat. You wanna... You got, you got plugs? Uh, I have a Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Underscore friendly frog. Um, I, I'm in the taco stand. I live there all the time. I'm on Twitter at Burbteef. I'm in the taco stand at Burbteef. I also help run the official tacos Twitter at Taco Blazeball. If you ever want to interact with that, I cannot imagine there's anyone listening to this that does not follow the tacos Blazeball Twitter. But who knows? If you don't, do it. Who Check knows? Check it out. Maybe you'll see something you like. Maybe. I am at, uh, I'm also at Twitter, but um, I don't post much. I'll give you yeah, that. Neither. I have a Tumblr. You have to find, you have to do some digging to find that. <laughs> also, please watch Amphibia. Bye. Bye. Thanks Bye. for sitting through this. Go play Pathologic. Yeah, or don't. Archives Unlimited. Oh, hey, Frog. Are y'all done in the recording booth? Yeah, me, Bourbon, and Hazel were just finished finishing wrapping up. Hazel sounded kind of sick, though. Like, the audio was muffled, but, like, they insisted to come saying, if I don't record something right now, I will die, or something like that. Wait. You saw Hazel? Uh, yeah. Their problem? It's, it's just, you know, we haven't seen Hazel all week. So, I I guess they just came here to record? Do you know, like, where they went? Yeah, uh, they went through that door. I, I think it, like, leads to their office, maybe? Um, that door wasn't here before. And, um, I don't remember anyone coming in to install doors this week. And their office isn't even close to the recording studio. Uh... Uh... What... What am I looking at? <laughs>